World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the host of it, Jeff, and we talk about creepypastas on this show. Sometimes it's not stuff posted to the Creepypasta Wiki or creepypasta.com or even the uh, OG variation, which would be something posted on 4chan's X board or B or something awful. Even instead, we will uh, sort of go to the modern incarnation of the genre, which is one Reddit board primarily, r slash no sleep. This week we're covering a story from r slash no sleep called I'm Sorry Daddy by author Hagen is not a cat, who, um, because my guest researched all of the authors, will probably tell me that author's uh, actual name. Um, I'm sure David Cummings said it on the podcast also, because I listened to this, but I don't remember what it was. Um, But yes, with me to discuss this story is Catherine Marino. Hello! So... How are you? Well, I'm fine. Uh, I wasn't asking you. I was asking the listener. The author's name is Hagen Lloyd. Um... And they're they're not a cat, as you can tell by their username, which uh, me thinks. Or are they just trying to throw us me off? Me thinks the redditor doth protest too much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hagen is definitely a cat. Um, so I uh, got this story suggested by. I'm saying that as if I'm bringing it Jason up, Lee. but I'm not bringing it up. It's Jason Lee. Thank you. The, all three you sent me were Jason okay. Lee. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason suggesting Lee. Suggesting all of these stories. Um, Catherine, please tell me the the basics of what happens in the um, lewdly named "I'm Sorry, Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> I saw the title. I was like, no, but this it's not. No, it's, fine. <laughs> it's literally a child saying, "I'm sorry, Daddy." Um, it's um, it's it's from the perspective of a single father uh, who has come home to find his child um, scared at the top of the stairs and the babysitter absent, which is uh, not unusual because she usually scoots as soon as he pulls in the driveway. And um, the son is telling him about a bad dream uh, where the babysitter got eaten by monsters and it turns out that it was not a dream and the kid was just stalling um, because he bargained with the monsters for his own life to uh, so that they could eat the dad when the dad came home. Yep. The end. Yeah, it's a real short one. Uh, I think it was only like nine minutes That's on fine. the podcast, too. But yeah, it's it's very, like, it, the, the monsters are described as very Slenderman-like uh, beings. They're sort of like skin monsters with little eyes and long limbs and they fold into the cabinets and uh shut up and they can do some um uh like little uh telekinesis stuff or whatever but it's dumb um so tell me it's fine yeah it's like it's fine the okay here's the thing that i didn't like uh the little kid says at the end i told them that if they let me go i would stall you when you came home so they could get you to daddy and spare me that is not how a child talks no child has ever said those words uh 
and spare me was what got me. Um, no, you wouldn't, a, a little kid wouldn't say that. That's weird for a kid to say. So, uh, but that was the only story, that only part of the story where I was like, mm, bad writing. Uh, the rest of it, you know, it's creepy and interesting. Extremely predictable. Um, it's telegraphed from the title what's going to happen in the story. Uh, and from the fact that this bad babysitter has disappeared, you know that the entire time the kid's telling the story that it's true. It's not a dream he had. Um, the monsters are described as, um, naked monster men with tiny black eyes. <sighs> That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I just pictured little golems. Yeah, I I sort of pictured Blair Witches or Nude Slendermans. Um, so what did you find out about this author that you wanted to share? Well, I didn't... What I didn't... This one I didn't actually Google the author. Oh. I looked at their responses in the comments because they responded in the comments. And uh, I... It made me like them better. Because... <laughs> Um, like I said, the three stories you had me cover were, like, uh, one was someone just starting out in their writing career. This one's, like, you know, a little further along. It's a little more, it's a little, the writing is a little better than the first story, uh, Dear Abby. Um, in the person in the comments, uh, Hagen, is, said they posted these, a few, they posted a number of their stories. This was, like, six years ago. And they're just basically, they're, they said, you know, I'm practicing, I'm looking for feedback because I want to get better. And they had a very good attitude about it. And I know no sleep is generally, you're supposed to approach it as if the story is real. Um, the people in the comments did not do this. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was as uh, standardized six years ago yeah, to do that. I'm pretty sure that it has been that way since the beginning to the point where people are like, oh, is this a real yeah. subreddit? But yeah, there's some... Oh, I'm yawning. No. Stop it. Uh, Stop it. Uh, now the whole audience will yawn. I'll leave that in there. Because mirror neurons <laughs> do work time displaced and over distance. Um, Spooky action at a distance. Even over a distance if it's a recording. Anyway, uh, it's... So... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tripping myself out thinking about the okay. uh, existentialism of recording my voice and having it be on the internet probably. It's totally forever. weird. We're in the future. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, Everything's people, are, forever anyway. people are probably going to hear this uh, long after the Earth is uninhabitable and both of us are dead, um, if they care to listen. Well, everything happens all at once anyway. Yeah. There is time's an illusion. Well, it's... Flat circle. Yeah, it's more of a flat circle, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard, uh, too. The, yeah, somebody gives <laughs> somebody gives uh, constructive criticism. Neo Aris gives uh, a bunch of points, mm -hmm. and Hagen responds uh, that they're not very good at writing for children, so... Uh, yep, yeah, he says, uh, all the little kids I know are, like, prodigies. I'm not very good at writing for children, and then makes a laughy uh, emote. Capital X, capital D. Um, pre emojis. Which I use pre, way too much. Pre emojis. I still use it all the time. I use it so much. That is what I mainly type. Yeah. And a capital X and a capital D. This is all the time. <laughs> uh, closer to seven years ago by the time this um, episode right, is coming sure. out, because it was April 27th, 2012. Um, and up until. And the person. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, up until the time code that uh, the story was posted, it does not change over how many years ago it says. Yeah. Um, 
the author said, because uh, I think they got some crap for posting it on No Sleep instead of the creepy pasta board or whatever, mm. because it's technically, I guess, creepy pasta. Not, in, but uh, said it's also up on my DeviantArt. I wanted to post it here because nobody ever comments on my DA, and I never get any talks on my creepy pasta wiki. My main goal was to try and get some constructive criticism for my own improvement. Mm. And I was like, oh, this person has a good attitude, and it's so hard when you make things creative to put them out there and deal with either the nothing that comes back at you or the whatever else does come back at you. Boy, so you're it's telling like, me, oh, huh? Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting um, because this is not the usual no sleep story, which is someone makes a joke here. They say, hold on, guys, let me post this on r slash no sleep. Then you can eat me. Uh, because this, <laughs> yeah, this story, that made me laugh. The story is from the point of view <laughs> of the eponymous daddy, um, and so of course he wouldn't have time to write this on no sleep if he was being <laughs> by these cannibal monsters. Um, and also, then the author says uh, they're on a coffee break. Okay, yeah. naked cannibal guys need time off too. <laughs> uh, someone else commented like that they didn't like it getting upvotes because creepypastas don't belong on no sleep, which, boy, that's an interesting take. But I guess it was many years ago when there was, like... Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Rolls, rolls, rolls. Blah, blah, blah. It's... I don't know. Uh, somebody's a deleted person responded to that, saying that they liked the subreddit more when things were encouraged to be realistic instead of ridiculous. No, they weren't. <laughs> Was, <laughs> they were never. It was never true. They're all ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's it's so weird. Um, it's a it's a weird story. I think that. Um, have you read? Did you read any of this author's other work? Um, I scanned a few of them. Um, you know, it's just yeah, it's it's like this, and you know, I I I liked it. I actually liked them because it was just someone trying to write something creepy and like, you know, not going on and on about it, you know, just trying to make some creepy stuff. And, um, you know, they weren't obviously polished or stuff, which is what this, not what the goal of this person was. You know, they, they were like, you know, looking to be able to polish things. And, um, so, and I, I, you know, generally I liked that it didn't, you know, some of the things were not believable, like the way the child spoke, which, you know, kids do speak in strange ways sometimes, but it's hard as an adult to predict the weird things they say, you know, it's hard to write as them, even if they do speak strangely like an adult sometimes, it's still different, you know, um, it's, it is difficult to write for, in the voice of a child, but, um, you know, and it was predictable and whatever, but it was it was a good little creepy thing. It was fine. Yeah. Um, this person, uh, I just Googled their name, and they're featured on an episode of Scary Stories Told in the Dark, which uh, yeah. is on the Simply Scary Podcasts Network. I don't know what that is. Um, okay, so this is a spinoff of Chilling Tales for Dark Nights, and mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what's different about it, except for the fact that it um, has a, uh, t a name and artwork ripped off from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. 
Oh, I didn't even see the picture. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> no, the description of it says it's a multiple-story horror-themed audio storytelling podcast spun off from Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Like, that's that's what Chilling Tales for Dark Nights is, right? No, I guess you can keep spinning around and spin off in different directions. I guess. Maybe he <laughs> reads all of the stories, Otis Jiri, the host of this story. Oh, maybe. maybe he just reads all of them. Um, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's not what this I did like thinking about, like, the mechanics of monsters that just, like, appear out of nowhere. Like, obviously the monster was not behind the curtain originally, but the other monster waved his arms, suddenly the monster is able to get through that curtain. Like, I don't know, it's just funny to think about their little portals and stuff. Yeah. And why they're there. And if the author did have any thoughts about... Because the the narrator keeps talking about his narcissistic ex-wife... And, um, and people in the comments are referencing how the child, like, you know, took after the mother because, you know, he wanted to spare himself <laughs> and what stuff. It's just, I'm not sure if the author intended any of that extra meaning, but, um, at this time I was able to, unlike the first story that we covered your Abby, like, you know, think a little bit about accidental meaning a little bit, Yeah, you know? Uh, building on that, what if the child conjured these creatures, which is why they're just sort yeah. of basic monsters, and the kid claims that it was a nightmare. Um, so that is an interpretation that the author probably didn't intend. Uh, they Maybe, yeah. They probably, probably just wrote this to be like, oh, some scary monsters eat a guy, it's the kid's fault. But then, what if, actually, it's uh, super the kid's fault because he also conjured the monsters? And I think he could go a lot of ways with that kind of thinking, and that's what makes creepy stories kind of fun. Like, um, if you're able to separate it a little and think of them as, you know, an actual thing that happened, like, you know, come up with your own little theories and stuff instead of just being annoyed that you had to read the story. Yeah, you <laughs> like have to... I mean, I'm annoyed that I have to read the stories in general because most of them are very bad or very long, but I like to have conversations with people and this, you know, is a good a topic as any. Um, yeah. It's... Oh, my cat says meow. Okay, hello. Uh, <laughs> he can't hear me. Uh, also, he doesn't speak English. <laughs> So how do you know? Because <laughs> uh, I've met every cat in the world. It's oh oh. oh congratulations! I'm Santa Claus, but for cats instead of chimneys. Um, oh, and you bring like half a dead snake to? No, I don't cat. bring anything. I just meet them. Um, oh yeah, uh, for Catmas is that? <laughs> yeah, that's real. Almost, it's almost something. Anyway, uh, this story is so short that you might as well go read it. Like. You yeah. you only have to scroll like a little bit. It's maybe a, a screen and a half for me on my uh, bad laptop. Um, and if you're reading on your phone, it might be even less. No, let me see how many scrolls it uh, is. You're mm-hmm. gonna get like one swipe and you'll be done. You'll be good. Um, okay, one, two, three. Oh, wow, that's so many swipes. Three and three quarter screens. Wow, that's. You must have your. Te- my screen is pretty small though. Oh, I was gonna say maybe you have your text really big on your phone or something. No, uh, no, I do not. <laughs> my dad's like, I can't read anything on there. No. Uh, that's good. You'll keep your eyes sharp um, as yeah. we both... and also go blind. As we both wither into old age. Um, I don't think that you'll keep your eyes sharp and go blind. I think that one is the no, opposite of the other. No, you mostly go blind. <laughs> no, you actually, I think the reading small things makes you go blind. 
I think that's how it works. No, I mean, I don't think that's true at all. I think that's sort of like how... Well, you lose your you lose uh, long-distance view the more up close you read. Yeah. That's why we're all that's why we're all nearsighted, mostly, for the most part. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I don't need long-distance. I, I have pretty good vision. Anyway, that, none of this is... I just need my elf friend to tell me what he sees with his elven eyes. Yeah, perfect. Um, which can see past the uh, curvature of the earth. Um, yeah, true. True facts. I think I was watching a YouTube video about this, um, that there's absolutely no way that um, the elves could see, like, physically, that it just has to be a magic thing. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, there's some um, optical... Uh, conditions that can allow things that are beyond the horizon to appear above the horizon, but it has to do with the current optics of the situation and not the ability of the person looking. So yeah, it would have to be magic. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that's cool to know about. Uh, Birds can see really far, though. I mean, we can't always distinguish small, tiny things at the horizon, and some birds can do that. Birds can fly, also. You know what? It wasn't a video. It was uh, a thing that was going around on Facebook. Um, Like, uh, one of those, a bunch of screenshots of Tumblr posts kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, oh, I always like those. Yeah, because <laughs> then I don't have to actually read the Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it's it, it was a bunch of um, posts saying that uh, they were <laughs> so they eventually drew like fan art of an elf with like telescopic giant eyes <laughs> that came out of the top of its head to be able to see that far. Uh, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is very dumb and not Basic. not relevant at all. Um, uh, the end result is someone posting elves are flat earthers. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> that elves just don't believe in the curvature of the earth, so it allows them to see. So the that's end. why they can see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, um, that people a hundred years ago didn't think about that kind of thing. Anyway, this is not about the story at all, but do you have any final thoughts before we move on to our spookiest parts? I know this is a shorter one, but that's fine, because we don't have Um, anything else to discuss with this very brief story. I admire the author's attitude and wish to emulate it in my creative endeavors. Yeah, they've got gumption, willing to take criticism. Um, I always recommend... Very hard. I always... I mostly want to set people on fire who don't like my stuff. Oh, harsh. I always tell... I mean, I know I shouldn't, and it's a problem with me, not them, but... Well, that's fair. (laughs) I'm very sensitive. (laughs) I always tell people that the show is specifically not for artists, and if we cover one of your stories, don't listen to it. But a couple... I appreciate all the work they do. Yeah, a couple authors have listened and have been like, you know what, that was fair criticism. Um, I don't think anyone has written a story and listened to an episode and told me that they were... (laughs) Ah, I'm dying. (laughs) upset by the episode. That was me being poisoned by an author. Um, not true. Uh, it, it's... I have tagged them in the Twitter posts when we're especially uh, positive about the thing. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, and they're like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, that's all we have to say, so let's move on to the spookiest parts. What's the spookiest part for you? Um, the thought of having to raise a child on my own and leave them with other people. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I think the spookiest... I mean, this guy seems pretty thrilled about it, except for the leaving the kid with other people. I mean, he hates his ex-wife, but... I think the spookiest... That's hard. Yeah. The spookiest part for me is the moment between, uh, when the dad gets home and notices that the babysitter has disappeared, and before the kid starts talking, because there's that, yeah, like... Yeah, oh, what? That's actually is creepy. Is the babysitter the bad person? Like, what happened? Like... Is there a serial killer? Yeah. And then once it turns out to be some kind of nightmare monster, I lose interest. It's always creepy, though, when kids are just, like, standing in the dark at the top of the stairs. That's always pretty creepy before anything else happens. Yeah. Well, kids are creepy. I don't know. I didn't think that the kid was creepy. Um, I was also picturing, I think, probably a younger kid than... I'm not sure how old this kid is. It's not really very clear. It's not clear. specified. Um, but I was I was at first imagining, like, a four- or five-year-old in footy pajamas uh, standing in the dark at the top of the stairs with no babysitter, about just silent. he was like... I told the monsters I would stall you, father, so that they would <laughs> <Yeah>. spare me. <laughs> okay, now it's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that like, uncertainty right in, in that beginning part was spooky to me. Uh, where can the people reach you if they would like to, and in the ways that you would enjoy? Um, you can find me on the Discords. Um, pretty much the only social networking type thing of a bajig I use anymore. Uh, Xylowart, X-Y-L-O-A-R-T, hashtag, what, <laughs> when the discriminator is 9975. And I'm trying to set up a, a creepy podcast. Creepy Creepy podsta Discord. Yeah, because, like, well, Discord's, like, the only thing I use, and I'm selfish, and I want a place to talk about creepypastas. Yeah. And so it's called, it's gonna be called Creepypasta and Friends, and I'm almost done, so hopefully we'll be done when this comes out. I'm also on Discord, JeffJK, hash 3201. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK. Creepypasta fan group is on Facebook. People post there. Sometimes I post there. Most of the past guests are there. Uh, there's a place, the best place I think to suggest stories is the pinned thread in the Facebook group. Um, yeah. Maybe I will have a channel on the Discord that is just for recommendations. I put if one that, in, yeah. If, I still have to invite you to the yeah, Discord, uh, but yeah, I did put a thing place for suggestions. I mean, if that becomes <laughs> the most um, popular way, but right now the Facebook thing is the most popular <laughs> thing to interact with, so that's the way I do it. Um, uh or you can just show up at his house and, like, slip them under the door. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't uh, do that. Patreon.com slash JeffJK. Um, that's everything. Do you have a final line for us? Oh, I mean, obviously. It's gonna oh. be... <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Daddy. No. <laughs>